This is the Ops Authority Podcast, where my mission is to break down the backside of your business so you can take the right actions to grow and scale. Hey, I'm Natalie Gingrich, a small business operations expert, and I'm going to give you a front row seat to real solutions that will help you reach the vision that you have for your business, all while equipping you to put out those inevitable pesky fires and those fears that pop up. Listen in for strategies to grow your team, craft the systems and processes that you need for your business, and establish business foundations that you may have skipped over. I know you're ready to do really big things, so let's do it together. Alrighty, friends, welcome back to episode 134 of the Ops Authority Podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Gingrich, and you don't just get me today. You get me and a friend and a peer and a certified DOO, and I cannot wait to have this conversation with you guys today. Before we jump into this interview, that's going to be highlighting the way that this director of operations has leveraged the training program and how she's going to be using this inside of her own life and business. I wanted to make sure that you guys know that our applications to this DOO certification program are open. We are wanting you to come in now. We are going to be doing fewer rounds this year. So if you are interested, if you've been thinking about coming into the DOO program, this is your time. I am talking specifically to you. Head on over to directorofops.com and you can fill out that application. We'll get right back with you. We want to see you. And if you're thinking about this, I believe that this time today, this interview here is going to help you with making that decision of even putting in the application. But I always tell you, put the application in. That is the easiest way for us to begin the conversation for us to start talking and exploring how this fits specifically to you. Again, head on over to directorofops.com and we can't wait to see your application. Alrighty, every single time we bring on a DOO, someone who's come through our program, who's trusted the process, who was eager and ready to up-level to see what other opportunities that the DOO program and certification program could bring them, it's important for us to bring them back to you and kind of give you the behind the scenes and also the experience that they had, not necessarily how we delivered for them, but how they integrated the information that they were learning into their business, into their careers, whatever that looks, and even in their lives. So today we have a very special guest, We have Shirlene Pierre Johnson, and she's going to be that person. We're going to have an open conversation here. Nothing super scripted, just or scripted at all. But I just want you guys to see or to hear what it feels like to go from before and after the DOO training program. Before we dive in and we welcome Shirlene here, I wanted to give you a quick bio on who she is so you can get a little bit of a feel before we dive in. So Shirlene is a Texas resident. We got to give a whoop whoop to those ladies out there, just like me, Texas resident by way of the sunny beaches of Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Shirlene is a wife, a mom of three, and a daughter to Haitian immigrant parents, a graduate of HBCU, a business strategist and coach, an agency owner, and gets her fuel from showing up in excellence for those that she serves. The reason she's here today is because I could feel that in the six months we spent together. I could see that she showed up like that. Excellence, Charlene, excellence is a word that I would couple with you. So I'm so glad that you included that here on your bio. 
as a certified Lean Six Sigma Green Belt and a PMP, all those designations that we get in corporate and in the government sector. Charlene understands the importance of lean operations, lean teams, lean processes, and project management. This has allowed her to manage approximately $1 billion in contracts during her 12-year corporate career and also build an online done-for-you agency for visionary entrepreneurs all at the same time. She is doing that in tandem and we're going to dive into that a little bit more once we get through the introduction. As the founder and CEO of Boss Building Your Way, Shirlene operates her business based on her values and convictions, which has allowed her to coach 60 plus working professionals into entrepreneurship since taking the leap of faith to accept her assignment as an entrepreneur herself in late 2020. When wearing her director of operations hat, Shirlene is on a mission to help professional one-to-one done-for-you service providers move to a different level of excellence. Again, that word move to a different level of excellence by leveraging an agency business model that allows for growth and service at a greater capacity. For her, it's all about thinking differently about business, operating based on your core values and your convictions and creating competition that forces creativity to disrupt the status quo in the marketplace. When I read that, I just get really, really excited. You are just someone I'm so proud of, someone I'm just elated to have as a part of really represent the brand and what we do here inside of the Director of Operations Certification Program and the Ops Authority in general, which is why we're having you here as a guest. As we went through those six months together in a recent round, I saw you show up to every call. I saw you do your homework, ask really thoughtful, insightful questions. And the thing that always sticks out to me, all of those are very, very important. And I love seeing that in our student community. But I also love the way you poured back into other people. Really, the sense of community is so important to me, Charlene. And I applaud you and I thank you for being a good steward of the values that I hold so dear, which one of those being community. So with all of that, thank you for being here today. I'm so excited to share you with all of the listeners. Awesome. Thank you for having me, Natalie. Yes. Anything you want to add to that introduction? I know I just went through all of that, but is there anything, any other pieces here that you would like to add? Well, one thing you can add is that I definitely believe that operating a business based on biblical principles is where my foundation of excellence comes from. Good. Yes. Yes. I'm always... You know, again, we're just having a a fireside chat right now. But when we think about, when I read the word excellence, I was thinking, what does make us want to be excellent? And I know our community is full of people who are thriving to be the next best version of themselves. And excellence comes with that. But the way we deliver it, the way it looks, and sometimes our drivers can be different from person to person because our values are different person to person. So thanks for taking that one step further. Give us a backstory, a little bit of backstory with you specifically around your professional career. What led you to this point? Yeah. So after graduating college at Florida a University, I was prepped and primed to go into the corporate world, into the area of finance. That's what my focus in my MBA was, finance. But after the 2008 market crash, the federal government came in and swooped all of us finance and accounting folks up and said, hey, let's get you guys into the federal sector and help us clean up some of the things that are happening within our space. So coming into the federal sector. I started off again in finance and accounting and found my way into leadership 
and project management. And that's where I got my PMP, my Six Sigma green belt and fell in love with that body of work. Mm -hmm. So in going through my federal career, I went from auditing, finance, process improvement, project management, leadership, coaching, development, training, all of the stuff, all of the things and moved up very, very quickly within that space. But there came a time where you can't move up as quickly anymore. There is a ceiling, even in the federal government, there is a ceiling. So I remember, Natalie, that I applied for a position at a higher level and I was prepped for this position. This was my position. I worked hard for this position. Everyone said, this is your position, but I didn't get the position. I was so upset. And at that point, I told myself, corporate isn't loyal. People are not loyal. And then I had to check myself through prayer and through talking to my husband and my sisters. And in my prayer, I clearly heard, why did you expect loyalty from people? That's not where your identity is. Why are you aligning your identity and your assignment to man? So from that point that from that point on, I said, let me do what I believe I'm being called to do, which is entrepreneurship. So in my journey in entrepreneurship, I was trying to find like, what is my calling? What am I supposed to do? I know I have these skill sets. Where does it land? Where does it go? So I bought a few things. I was on a mission to just figure out how I can be of greater service. And In that process, about six or seven months in, your scope creep popped up. I don't know where it popped up. I don't know if it was an email or on social media, but all I know is it popped up. And I remember it was a Thursday and that's when I watched the Thursday video. And then I said, oh my gosh, I found my zhuzh. This is it. This is it. This is it. It's so aligned to what I've been doing, what I believe I'm skilled at doing, my expertise is. So I listened to that Thursday video. And then I think it was Friday, Natalie, where you have a Q&A, a live Q&A with the coaches. So I went to the Q&A. It was Lynette and Gabby. I don't even remember what was said. What were the questions that were asked? I asked one question. Don't really remember what it was, but then I purchased I remember you being on that Thursday video and we take the videos down the following Tuesday. And I remember you saying you were going to go back and watch the other videos over the weekend. (laughs) Yeah. And I never did (laughs) because when I went to the Q and a, you got what you needed. I got what I needed. I'm not one of those people that have to sit here for a year or a very long time to figure out what it is that I want. When I see something and it's aligned to what I'm looking for, do, and I pray about it. And if it lands, I'm going in and you were I've never invested that much in any program before. So I spoke to my husband about it and he was like, go for it. I said, what? (laughs) No questions. He was like, do you believe it will give you what you need? Absolutely. So went for it. And that's how I landed here. And I'm so glad you did. A couple of things I want to jam on for a second that resonate with me. And I kind of feel from my own story, but you talked about kind of growing up and getting your MBA coming from the financial space and working in those disciplines inside of the federal sector. 
and then moving into project management and feeling like you're in your zone. I remember that same jump for me, it was in the HR discipline, moving into project management and just feeling like this is my calling. When you talk about, you know, not listening necessarily to man or letting man dictate our success or our happiness. I couple that transition for me from HR to project management to the, this is my gift. Like this is the skill that God has given me. This is what, this is what makes me different. And I would have never been able to put that together. And so, you know, there is that part of the process of us just taking risk and doing something new and different. And at the same time, finding the reward for doing that, for taking that risk, which he has already orchestrated, but for taking that risk, we get to see excellence in ourselves. We get to see where we fit, where we feel valued. And that is fire for whatever comes next because that feeling that you're feeling, even though it feels euphoric in that moment, you've got so many more ahead of you. We can't see those and we don't always want to because it feels so good (laughs) to to feel that way. But I, I remember making that shift. And so for you, you described the same thing, moving from finance into PM and just feeling really, really good you know, feeling wise, you know, just transitioning from one discipline inside of operations, which being finance into another in project management. Did you see a similar skill set between those two disciplines that you already had? Absolutely. An analytical skill set, an ability to break things down, reverse engineer, and to think things through and ask questions. Yes. So right now, if you're listening to this podcast, right when it goes live, we have been going through the scope creep solution. And one of my biggest drivers in, in teaching this week or that week of the scope creep solution is to help people see how they can, by getting better at, at defining requirements and stepping into greater positions, protecting themselves from scope creep, but also in evolving themselves. Because if we want to get better at scope creep, We are the drivers behind that. When you recognize that you have skills that are transferable to different disciplines, even though they're in in the world of operations, there's a lot inside of operations that we can move around to. And so it's important for other people to hear it. I know I say it a lot, but to hear it from you, you know, that the gift of analytics that obviously helped you to move all the way through an MBA in finance, like hello, we know you're data-centric. We know you love numbers. We know you understand financial principles. We know you're analytical. But to be able to take all of those gifts and still move those forward into another discipline is really, it's exciting. It's exciting. And as we talk about your journey today, Shirlene, I think we're going to see those gifts and those skills that we just talked about, even as you have transitioned and progressed through and, and after the DOO certification program. So you see the DO program, you dive right in. Thank you for making that investment and trusting me to show up and to be exactly as the person that you saw showing up inside of the Scope Creep Solution. And just, again, I thank you for the engagement that you gave us as we kind of danced together for those six months, watching you progress and take the information that you learned with us. And, you know, you're not learning a lot of this for the first time. You're seeing another way of doing it. You're being able to, to take information, see it in a new way with a new framework. And then you're able to take that knowledge and put it into your business or into your career. 
Do you have one or two things that stuck out with you throughout the program that you were able to take back to your current federal position or in your own entrepreneurial business? Absolutely, Natalie. So the program did not only help me understand how to be a director of operations for someone else's business. But when I went through the program, I looked at it in three different ways and I implemented it in three different ways. One, if I'm working in someone's business at that high strategic level, what do I need to do? That's one. Two, I applied it to my own business. Every single thing that we did from strategic planning all the way to business boot camp, I did every single assignment twice. I did it for the program and I did it for my business. Three, I applied it to my federal job. We deal with a lot of project management. So everything we did in like the project planning portion of it, I applied every single thing to include Trello, introduce Trello to my colleagues in the corporate space or in the federal space. You know, we get the question a lot, like what makes a star? We actually do get this question a lot. I'm always a little shocked by it, but it's a repetitive question we get. Like, what do you find that is different in the people who are your quote unquote star students? And what you just described is exactly that. You took the knowledge you applied the knowledge and you tested it, you stress tested it in different environments. And, you know, you are somebody who has like two plus businesses going on right now. I mean, <laughs> you are showing up full time in your corporate role. And then you're also building a business that that's taking time. And you took the time, had the initiative and went to work to apply this knowledge, which I believe allowed you to see even greater, faster success. And I say this, like tongue in cheek a little bit, but yes, the success is important to me, but to get the clarity and clarity is what we really, really want. So you came to us as, you know, same thing, an entrepreneur, having your own business, as well as still being full-time in the federal sector. Where are you today? After going through the six months of the program, tell us how you have transitioned. Yeah. Yeah. So one thing I've realized, (laughs) especially after implementing everything that we did in the program within my own business and being within an eight-figure business where there was a DOO, I realized my calling is not to be a DOO. (laughs) I realized that my calling, my assignment, my mission, my job is to not serve in the capacity of a DOO, but instead my job and my calling is to serve as a coach, a teacher, a facilitator to someone who wants to launch or build a business to prepare that business for a rock star DOO. So that is where I am taking my business to. That's where the business is going, helping one-on-one service providers build and grow a business using an agency model that is primed and prepped with lean operations, lean teams focused on profitability so that when you bring in that rock star DOO into your business, it is prepared for them to do an excellent job without all of the issues that some of us may find when we go into a business that's not really prepared for scaling. Awesome. I love this. And you guys may be listening thinking, oh my goodness, she went through the DOO program and she's not going to be a DOO. We are always working on the mindset and evolving who we are to become our next best version. The DOO program still met Charlene with exactly what she needed. To me, these are my words, not her. She's not told me these things, but she was able to see the discipline to understand exactly 
how to build small businesses through operations. She already had a lot of the knowledge. But at the time that we spent together, she was refining that, adding her own frameworks to that. And then when we got into the business building part of it, how she wanted to build her business, the agency model spoke to her because it allows her to make greater impact. It also allows her to be able to... We need people like Shirlene who can help build the foundations of businesses. Gone are the days of DOOs being excited about jumping into chaotic businesses that don't really have the foundation that they need to bring in a strategic level partner. And I think that, I mean, we could have a whole podcast on that, but Shirlene's leadership of not only the, I think it's the knowledge that she gained and refined as well as the leadership she was built with, like God designed her that way. And she's putting those two things together to make a larger impact and helping businesses to become agencies so that DOOs can come in. Now she's got access to a great community of high achieving directors of operations when these businesses that she's helping to build, it's like a cycle. I see this as, you know, just really a 360 degrees that she can come back here and say, you know what? Business A is ready for a great DOO. Let's look at the values of this business. Now I've got this pool of people inside of the DOO community. Which ones match this? And, you know, I'm sure she's got a whole process behind that, but I'm excited for you. And I also want to be transparent for those of you guys that are listening that we we are not a cookie cutter. We do not tell people you're going to come through the DOO certification and this is what you're going to have on the backside. We build businesses off of the foundational principles of being a director of operations. We build businesses to match the person. We don't have a business in a box. It's absolutely against every single thing in me. That's how we, that's to me, that stirs up a lot of competition. It stirs up a lot of things that are just, and really false expectations because a business, you're not going to thrive and find ease in a business or a business model unless it fits you and your values. Now I could go on and on about this, but for that, because of that reason, we see women who come through here who have massive transformations, who come out the other end. Maybe it's right when we finish the the round that we have together, or maybe it's a year or two years down the road, but we're continuously evolving. This is not a place where you're going to stop, but I know you're going to find a lot of rich blessings and learnings as we're going through this together. Would you agree? I absolutely agree. Can I add to that? Sure. So one thing that I remember you said during our six months together was that everyone's not going to do it the same. I don't want you to do it the same, right? You have to kind of figure out what feels good for you. And during the process, you do these breakouts where we figure out what business model we want to focus on. And even in going into those spaces, you still make all the other spaces available to us to go and peek in to make sure that this is the business model we want to go down. But even with all that said, you've given us or you've, you've gave me the permission to run my business, create a business model, create my offers in a way that makes sense to me on my terms, by my rules, my way. And for that, I appreciate you because there are lots of programs out there that teach you how to do it the exact same way that the owner or the teacher is telling you how to do it. But you don't do that. You give us a model to follow. You give us really good strategy, ideas, recommendations, but it's still our decision to make 
a big girl decision as a CEO of your company to figure out where you're going because Natalie's not going to go with you. So you have to carve your own path in this journey. And that I definitely appreciate that. I also want to add that although I did not go down the route of being a traditional DOO, there are three things that I attribute to my success when it comes to the DOO program. One was the community. Oh my goodness. I found the best people in this community. So however you're curating the community, you're qualifying the people is like fantastic because I found my people. Thank you. I found accountability partners. I found friends, like amazing. Two, you, well, the program and your coaching and the coaches and the content solidified my skill sets. Like I knew they were there, but it gave me the confidence and clarity to know that I know what I'm doing. I need need a little structure behind it. You gave us the structure, but it just solidified the gifts and talents that God gave me. And three, it gave me, and this was the biggest thing for me, Natalie, is that it gave me clarity and confidence to know that if I decide at any time to leave my job, I have options. Man, I didn't know the options existed in entrepreneurship with the things I wanted to do until I got into this program. So that's why I'm like super close on making like a huge decision in the next few months, which I am going to make that decision. But if it wasn't for this program, I would have never seen or knew that there were options outside of the corporate or federal sector that I don't have to be in a box and I can build my movement. I can create a journey, create a path. There's a path for me. There's a journey for me. There are options out there. And my skill sets and what I've learned in the program ensures that whichever direction that I go in, that I'm absolutely going to be successful because the foundation is there. Yes. Yes. Thank you for reflecting that back to me. You know, we, we are so passionate about this and sometimes it's just at a really intense level (laughs) that passion is so deep. But when I hear it, you know, in other words, from people who really trusted us, who allowed us to do our greatest work and to hear the outcome and hear it from you, it's, it can easily bring a tear to my eye, but I'm grateful to be able to have that impact and share that impact because it was shared with me. And it's not something that I take lightly in being a model to and a friend, really a peer to everyone who comes in here. I don't necessarily feel like this is hierarchical. I feel like we're all on the same journey and we're all navigating it very differently. We're all going to have a, a different outcome and a different endpoint. We do have options, Shirlene. I remember the same thing. I remember feeling like I'm going to leave corporate. I'm going to have to do... I started looking for jobs and creating a business that matched exactly what I was doing when I left. And when I started understanding the nuances of how I was showing up and changing my mindset of what I had done and starting to look at this as like, how can I build a business based on Natalie's gifts? If I can do that, I'm going to be able to have greater ease. Greater ease brings me greater fulfillment. And I think everybody, every human is looking for that. And I think we deserve it. And I know that we are holding ourselves back when we don't listen to our true gifts. And so the other thing that you mentioned is it's not a linear path. Even in the six months, you know, we go through every single discipline. And as we go through those different disciplines, 
you know, we're going to talk about project management. We're going to talk about how to monetize your gift of project management. We're going to talk about finance and how you can monetize your gift of, of finance if that's the area that you want to go deep in. So there are so many different options. And then even more options when we start talking about the four different business model opportunities. If you're a business builder, which those four, in case you are not familiar with them, are retainer, project, agency, and even a product model. But I have done all of those, Charlene. Like in my seven years of entrepreneurship, I've gone through all of those and they served me at that time for what my needs were. And so just another example of we never really get to the finish line, right? We hope that we're extending the finish line with a lot of pleasure, enjoyment. And for me and for you, really having my business model, my value of legacy. So thank you for sharing how this has been impactful for you and coming with those three things. That's that's very, very amazing of you. I didn't even ask her for that. So <laughs> I love it. Question that lots of gals have from a return on investment. We really tailor our coaching, our coaching team around making sure that we're having real, honest, transactional relationships. We're not checking a box when we check in with you. We have meaningful relationships with you. Our coaching team is built on that. We're looking for results for you, but we customize that that coaching to you. Again, not one script out there that's gonna work for every single person. We build real organic relationships between the coach as well as our student. And when we do that, we're looking for you to get the results that you want. And the majority of the people who come through here, obviously they want their return on investment back. And I want that for you too, because it's a lot. Think about having that conversation with your spouse about, hey, can I invest in this? There's nerves around it. And I don't take that transaction for granted one single second or minute. It's important for me to do everything I can on a, from a delivery perspective to get you a return on your investment. So tell us what that journey was like from, you know, I see that as a huge reward back to yourself for doing the work, et cetera. Yeah, so in terms of the return on investment, I a little bit over 4X. My, <laughs> like, I remember that. I made a little over four times the investment. So in terms of return on investment, I 4X the cost of the program. But I want to say I did that and that it happened over the course of six months, which is very, I think that was like kind of quick. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it happened for two reasons. And I'm, I'm very sequential. So that's why I'm like three and two. But it happened for two reasons. One, I took action even if I was uncomfortable. And two, I trusted my coach. I trusted you guys and did what you said to do, right? Again, excellence is one of those things that has been a part of me for so long. And I'm always saying, as a service provider, if I want to attract students or clients like me that are coachable, mm -hmm. I need to be that way as well. So I took action and I did what you guys told me to do when you told me to do it, even in discomfort, regardless of how many times I had to try. And because of that, I quickly made my returning investment, yes. maybe like in the first month. Yes. I remember right away when we did strategic mapping, if my mind serves me well, I remember you had 
Yes. 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 She's holding up three numbers. Yeah. She came, (laughs) she came right out of the gate and had done three strategic mappings. And of course that's going to help you get your return on investment like stat, but four times, I mean, that may be a record here and I am so proud of you, but it truly does come back to action and trusting us and trusting that we're not asking anything of you that we wouldn't do ourselves or we didn't do ourselves. And we're doing it because we know that action creates confidence and confidence creates cash. I know that that sounds cliche. It's one of the biggest things I tell myself all the time too, right? Action, action, action. Because as a high fact finder, as somebody who really thrives in follow through, you know, I can be very slow. I can be very, very slow. We've got one program here on this podcast. We talk about one thing. It all comes back to being a great operator. For us, that product, there's one product and that's to become a certified director of operations. The reason we have one thing is because in my previous business experience, actually even in the models I was using, I had multiple offers with multiple offers It was such a complex way for me to live. I'm a high fact finder. I make slow decisions. So having three, four, five offers or 10 clients, it just doesn't work. It's not the most healthy version of me. Now, could I be making a bajillion more dollars if I was doing... Maybe, but I would be very unhealthy, too stressed to actually enjoy the gifts that I'm bringing to the world. So we just simplified it. And I know that both of us, you just, you have to take, you into consideration when you're building that business. And I want to thank you also for coaching me through some things during the program. I don't know if you remember, but it was so difficult for me to let go my first client. I do remember. And it was so difficult for me to let go my first contractor. Yes. It was so hard, but you coached me through it. But because I listened to what you said and I took action and trusted in your wisdom and trusted in the team, I let those two people go. And that was one of the reasons why I quickly made my return on investment and Forex because I had the capacity and the space to do the next thing. The mental energy, the space, the opportunity. Like, absolutely. Oh yes, I do remember that, Shirlene. And I also just, if you're listening to this and you're kind of, you know, I want you to know that we coach from experience. Like I coach from experience specifically. If there was a scenario that you brought up, I would tell you, Hey, I've been in that exact same scenario. This is the way I did it. Does that feel good to you? But the other thing is if you present a situation that I've not been in, we brainstorm together. So I'm not bringing you a false idea of how to do something that I have never done, but I will help you to think through that. And, and, you know, those are always, you know, they're very, very situational. And I love that. I love being able to, I mean, I'm a problem solver and I love to do that, but it's important to me to show up for you guys and help you to make that transition. One of the very first modules we're going to work through or activities we go through is understanding mission, vision, and values. And like Shirlene mentioned, when we do that, almost actually every time, I can state that absolute right there. Every single time we have women who have these aha moments of, now that I've done this, I'm able to articulate why this client makes me feel this way or why this role is way beneath me or why I'm over my head, whatever that, whatever that is for you, you start to see it because you're now looking through the exercise of mission, vision, and values. You're starting to see why that doesn't align with you. But 
we say yes because we're service oriented, because we want to please. And because honestly, we're capable. I think Shirlene, you, I, all the other 246 other certified DOOs out there, we're capable of doing so many things. I mean, we can do so many things with a little time and a little investigating. We can do anything. So <laughs> we put ourselves in those positions as well when we can be at our best when we minimize and we really, really pay attention to our gifts, our boundaries, and help to set those expectations. Absolutely. Totally agree. So if someone is on the fence, think back to yourself kind of copying into that Thursday on the Scope Creep Solution and, and starting those conversations you were having in your, in your head. And if you're anything like me, it's like, mm, is this right? Is this real? Is this, should I trust this? You know, those are obviously honest questions that we have when we're making decisions. But if you were sitting around talking to somebody who was interested in becoming a DOO, what would you share with them? In addition to what you've already shared here today, is there anything that you would share to help them kind of make that decision? Absolutely. I would say it's super easy to try to do it on your own. It's super easy to try to, you know, be that great entrepreneur, figure out what the next decision is, do it on your own. But that's not really realistic. And I say that's not realistic because if you believe in your identity that your assignment, your job, your movement, whatever it is that you want to call it, is bigger than you, then automatically you know you cannot do it on your own. Mm -hmm. And this is just one of those perfect vehicles to allow you the space, give you the permission, give you the freedom to figure a lot of that while you're going through the journey. And while you are figuring it out, I can promise you, I can promise you without even hesitation that you will find something that resonates with a part of you that makes that purpose, that assignment stand out even greater. And you have to be willing to do the work. You have to be willing to do the work. Mm -hmm. So if you believe and you know that you have a greater purpose, a greater calling, you have an assignment and you're just trying to figure out what it is and it's in the arena of operations to be of service, that's the biggest thing, to be of service. Listen, I've looked at a lot of programs. I can promise you, you're not going to find one like this. I can promise you, you're not going to find one like this where they care, they take the time to coach you, to talk to you, to voxer you, to check up on you, to hold you accountable for what you said you were going to do. I walked into this program with my own set of goals. I handed it to my coach. And I said, when can we meet? Weekly? Bi-weekly? Okay, great. I told her, hold me accountable to these six or seven goals that I came to the program with on top of the milestones the program had for me. So again, if you know that you're the person that is supposed to be of service to other people in the form of operations, this is the place to be. Because again, your assignment, that purpose, it's too great for you to do it on your own. So why not allow Natalie and her team to help you along the journey to make the process of you getting there faster? That's the point of joining a program to skip all the mistakes, <laughs> to fast track yourself. Yes. So, yeah. 
Yeah, we are here. We're excited. We're really, really eager to have a greater ripple effect. And we're able to do that because we partner with people just like you, Shirlene, people who are on fire for that assignment, who want to take that assignment and blow it up so that they can serve their values, their people, their, you know, make their dent and their ripple effect. And it just continues to get bigger and bigger. And we don't do this from a monetary perspective. Do we need to cover our costs and pay ourselves? Yes. Just like I want you to do that. But the value is 100% here. You don't have to worry about that. The greatest thing driving every single movement that we make, and I am beyond blessed to work and attract people on this team who feel that their assignment aligns with mine so much that they pour selflessly into this community. And I definitely want to give them as much praise as I do our students, as well as me, the curriculum, et cetera, because it really is just a well-orchestrated, we, we work on that. We never stop that. So if you are ready for that transformation for yourself to be a student and have the aha and the clarity and the momentum that Charlene has, I invite you to come on over, attend the Scope Creep for the few days that we have left here. And if nothing else, head on over to directorofops.com. I want to make sure that you get a great idea. I know this interview has been just one way that we do that, but check out our website. Come on over to our Facebook, Instagram. We've got everything. We've got LinkedIn. We also have a Pinterest with lots of information on the training program, as well as not just the program, but also operations. So if you're not ready to be a director of operations and you're building you know, an entry-level operations career, you're still going to find a lot of knowledge and helpful frameworks that we give away for free every single week, whether it's this podcast, a blog post, you know, social media inside of our community, asking questions, job opportunities, you name it. So thank you guys for hanging out with us today. Before we wrap up, Shirlene, we got lots of fact finders in our community and they're probably (laughs) like, give me a little bit more on Shirlene. And they're already poking around. They're listening to this in their earbuds (laughs) and they've already gone to the internet and looking for you, but let's help them find more information out about you. Absolutely. You can find me on Facebook at the handle at Boss Building Your Way. You can find me at bossbuildingyourway.com. You can find me on IG at bossbuildingyourway underscore Charlene. You can also email me at charlenexo at bossbuildingyourway.com. Awesome. So Boss Building Your Way, that's her brand. Go ahead and check it out on all of those different mediums. And Charlene, thank you so much, not only for being here today, but for fueling me. I mean, you, these words of affirmation and genuine words really mean a lot to me. It means a lot to our entire staff who works tirelessly. I'm getting a little teary, (laughs) who works really, really hard to over deliver. And I'm so grateful that we have come in partnership. That partnership doesn't end when we're done. We continue to champion our students and seeing the imprint that you're having And the way that you're going to use this DOO, the time that we spent together is just, again, it just, it ignites me to continue to do the work that I've been called to do. So thank you for being here. Thanks for showing up. Thanks for giving back to our community and the way that you do. I know that that time is not over. We've got you in our alumni group. And just, again, thank you so much for being you. Thank you. And one more thing for you, Natalie. I don't know. Well, I believe you're definitely a praying woman. Right. Absolutely. And, you know, I went over, I was thinking of a scripture that I've been thinking about a lot lately, which is first Kings chapter three, verse five through 13. And I think of you when I think of that scripture, because Solomon 
prayed to the Lord and he said, well, first the Lord went to Solomon and said, tell me anything you want, anything you want, I'll give it to you. And Solomon said, the prayer of Solomon was basically, Lord, give me wisdom, discernment to please you and give me wisdom and discernment to serve others. Mm. And throughout the program, Natalie, you've said so many times that I'm not doing this for the money because you could do so many different things, add so many different things to your suite where you can make millions and millions probably very easily, but you're not doing it for the wealth. You're not doing it for notoriety. You're doing it because I believe you have a heart to serve others and a heart to please God. And because of that, your impact, the movement that you have is going to touch so many lives and it's touched my life in a way that totally shifts everything that I plan on doing. And it's not that that stuff wasn't in the curriculum, right? It wasn't you, how you showed up, your words of affirmation, the way you serve, the way you treat your staff, the way you treat us, like it all shows up in that. So I I thank you for accepting your assignment and your calling to be of service to other people and not focusing on the wealth and the notoriety. Thank you so much. I've got tears in my eyes and I totally receive that. Thank you again for sharing that. That's super, it's very personal and, and very appreciated. Thank you so much, Shirley. Thank you. You guys make sure to go check her out. We're going to keep an eye on you as your assignment is to build these businesses so that they are ready and prepped for a DOO to come in. Again, Boss Building Your Way. Check her out everywhere. And again, thank you. We'll wrap up one last thank you, my friend. And (laughs) last thing for you listeners, again, one last call to action. Head on over to directorofops.com and fill out that application. We're going to be starting round 13 here very, very shortly. Thank you guys for hanging out and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you for investing just a little bit of time to listen to this episode of the Ops Authority Podcast. I am so grateful to be surrounded by real action takers like you who are invested in growing their business through operations. Will you add one more action to your to-do list today? Visit theopsauthoritypodcast.com where you can join our community of business owners and other ops experts. You're going to hear from me in a week, but in the meantime, do big things on the backside of your business.